This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Today in Watching Your Wealth, when it comes to your money, it's time to speak up. This is Watching Your Wealth from The Wall Street Journal. Now, from our studios in New York, here's Veronica Dagger. This is Veronica Dagger, and you're listening to Watching Your Wealth, while you learn all you need to know about building your wealth and protecting your money. Jennifer Wilkoff is founder of Speak Up World and founder of the Speak Up Women Conference. Speak Up World produces conferences which encourages people to express their interests and desires. Welcome, Jennifer. Thank you, Veronica. I'm so excited to be here with you today. Great to have you. So, Jennifer, it's tough for folks to speak up about money. Why do you think that is? I think for a lot of people, Veronica, they are unclear about their own finances. And in many times, they are embarrassed or afraid of what other people are going to think because they don't understand their own money. So speaking up is really complicated for them because they they feel like they're going to face a lot of judgments or they have this underlying feeling that they should know better and they don't. So they are intimidated to actually speak up to people Mm. about what help they actually need. And it's so important for them to do it so they can get the information they need to better understand their own money. Get their information they need, get the answers they're looking for, and also get what they want. Because if you don't speak up, no one's going to read your mind. You need to express that, even if you risk uh, sounding what you think is stupid, but I think there's never such thing as a stupid question. So just get out there and do it. So let's talk about when it comes to speaking up to get information about money or financial issues. Give us some tips on how we can feel better about doing that. What can we do? So the first suggestion I have is to write down the things that you don't understand about your money and be honest with yourself. If there's something you really don't know, or really are unfamiliar with and feel like it's something that you need to know or someone mentioned it to you or suggested it to you, don't just take their suggestion. Ask a professional for help. And the more you can uh, lay out on a piece of paper a list of the things that you need help with, the clearer you'll be when you actually get the opportunity to speak to someone because you won't be sitting there trying to remember everything that you wanted to find out about. You'll actually bring a list and that will prepare you. The other thing I want to encourage your listeners to do is have courage and faith. You're asking another human being who is a professional for help. That's what they're there for. That's why they have those licenses and that's why they have those businesses, whether they're a large financial firm or whether they're a private individual with a business. This is what they're there to do. They're there to serve you. So the more prepared you come in to help them serve you, the better they can guide and direct you. And that all stems from speaking up and letting someone know what help you need. Indeed. And I want to also make it noted that not all financial professionals are created equally. So 
Not all advisors that you ask questions are, are going to be able to give you those answers. Some of them may resent being questioned. And so if that's the case, I say find another advisor. If someone doesn't want to answer your question or treats you like you're stupid or something ridiculous like that, feel free to just go elsewhere. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Find the right person for you that has the patience an ability to hear you that can serve you correctly so that you feel comfortable and confident. I absolutely agree. Absolutely. So when it comes to conversations between couples and money, this also can be tricky. So (laughs) give us some tips on making these conversations easier. So I like to create ground rules and agreements for uh, engagement as couples. I think that it's really important because Each person, each individual in the couple doesn't always know as much about the finances or as familiar or as confident or competent with them. So make an agreement that you're going to have a calm and supportive and loving conversation and that you're going to be kind. So if you start talking about a particular subject matter in your money where one person is less familiar than the other, Take a moment to make sure that both of you understand what you're actually talking about instead of forcing one person to defer to the other one. It's really important that you both have the opportunity to voice your understanding, opinions, and concerns about what you're doing with your money because those financial decisions affect not only you individually, but also you as a family. And if you have others like dependents, Um, whether they're children, parents, or pets, everybody is going to be impacted by the decisions that are made. So being able to discuss them and have a real wonderful conversation that feels good for everybody is so important because that helps you feel good about your money and that helps you feel good about getting what you want together. That's what a couple is all about, getting it together. Right. And that's the ideal situation. But some couples may find themselves deadlocked when it comes to should we buy a house or even should we have a kid? And we're on different pages when it comes to our spending. So in that case, what tips do you have for us? What what should we do? That is a great question because it does happen and it's real. Um, two things. First of all, make a make an arrangement with your finances so that In some cases, what can be done, for example, is you have things that you agree on, things that you're going to put into a shared account that you know you're going to pay for. And then if there are things that either one of you want to want to pay for or want to buy or want to invest in, um, have individual accounts. So that puts at least a little bit of separation in the decision making for certain things. When you get to bigger things like you're talking about with having a baby or buying or purchasing a home or even a certain type of investment, those are things where I suggest to you that you both really sit down and talk about what it is that you want and why you do or do not feel this particular item or uh, financial investment um, works for you. Because this is actually part of being a couple is under, is taking the time to understand one another and how you feel. Like having a child versus not having a child is a bigger conversation than just a financial one. That's true. That's true. And, you know, and so those are the things that I would acknowledge and recognize 
so that you have a complete conversation about those. Indeed, and you might need to bring in a therapist or a financial advisor or maybe even both to help you work through some of these issues if you're absolutely deadlocked. Jennifer, we need to take a quick break, but when we come back, I want to get your thoughts about speaking up about money in the workplace. There's a new class of blockbuster drugs, drugs like Ozempic. They're changing bodies. And all of a sudden, just the weight starts falling off. Fortunes. It just got too expensive. They're just bank breakers. And industries. There was a lot of excitement. There was a lot of skepticism. The impact of these drugs from business to health is just beginning. From the journal, Trillion Dollar Shot. Find it in the journal feed wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Paul Gigo, host of the Potomac Watch podcast. Join me and my colleagues every week as we dissect all of the latest happenings in Washington. Check us out at wsj.com slash podcasts and become a subscriber on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and the Google Play Music app. WSJ Podcasts. Listen ambitiously. This is Watching Your Wealth from the Wall Street Journal. Now, from our studios in New York, here's Veronica Dagger. Welcome back to Watching Your Wealth. We're asking Jennifer Wilkov, founder of the Speak Up World Conferences, how to feel more comfortable about speaking up about money. So, Jennifer, how can we feel more comfortable about speaking about money at work? For example, if we want to ask for a raise, that's sometimes an awkward conversation. You know, one of the things about speaking up at at work about money is that it comes in different forms. Some people want to raise, like there's a wonderful uh, commercial right now by the by a particular brand where a, woman, where a young lady is psyching herself up to actually ask for more money. Um, you also have other instances where people want money for certain types of activities at the workplace. Um, they also have bonus conversations. Money is funny, as we sometimes hear the cliche, but at work it, it has a little bit more weight because it impacts how people um, actually perceive you in some cases. And here's what I suggest. Write down talking points. Before you go in to have any kind of financial conversation with anybody in the workplace, always write down the talking points you want to address in that conversation. Because conversations can turn very quickly and very fast. And one of the things that can absolutely happen is you can get distracted and pulled away from the original purpose of the conversation you wanted to have. So before you end up in that situation, make sure that prior to going into the conversation, you make an outline so that you have something to refer to yourself so you don't get lost in the shuffle. Great tips. Thank you so much for joining us, Jennifer. Thank you, Veronica. It was so great to talk with you today. Great to have you. And look for the Speak Up Women Conference this fall in New York. Thank you so much, Jennifer. And do you have a personal finance question you'd like us to answer? Email us at podcast at DowJones.com. This has been Watching Your Wealth, a production at The Wall Street Journal. I'm Veronica Dagger. For more information, check us out at WSJ.com slash podcasts. Thanks for listening. For more podcasts, check us out at WSJ.com slash podcasts. Become a subscriber on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and now look for us on the Google Play Music app on Android devices. There's a new class of blockbuster drugs, drugs like Ozempic. They're changing bodies. And all of a sudden, just the weight 
starts falling off. Fortunes. It just got too expensive. They're just bank breakers. And industries. There was a lot of excitement. There was a lot of skepticism. The impact of these drugs from business to health is just beginning. Coming soon from the journal, Trillion Dollar Shot. Find it in the journal feed wherever you get your podcasts.